0: hello there you're listening to the watson's daily podcast with me peter watson on friday the 9th of september today i'll be joined for the last time this week by duncan Balcon, who is a watson's daily ambassador hi there duncan how are you today hi there peter i'm very well thank you how are you yeah, not too bad. Obviously, um, you know, got to say uh, the passing of the Queen yesterday. Very sad day. Very weird day. Um, all sorts of things um, are, you know, shut down and and whatnot. And switching on the TV, turning on the radio, anything like that is is uh, is rather different at times, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah. It's. i say it's horribly sad news. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've I've been through two major train stations today, and both were like ghost towns. It was quite weird. Um, yeah. so I think it's I think it's going to take a couple of weeks probably for the country to even slightly adjust. Yes. Um. Yes, quite indeed. quite a rather important person. I think more than people even realised until yesterday.
0: Indeed. So indeed. Anyway, we have got to uh, move forward. Um, and um, so I uh, would uh, would like to ask you, um, uh, what uh, story from today's Watson's Daily um, have you decided to talk about today?
1: Yeah, so, uh, well, actually, to be fair, we've both managed to today, I think, so we've had slightly happier subjects to talk about because we, we, <laughs> yeah. it's been a bit of a doom and gloom week, really. Yeah, it um, has. But I, I picked out a story from the FT um, mm. about rivian the uh us-based electric car maker or electric vehicle maker i should say because i'm about to talk about the making i'm about to say something that's not cars so i probably shouldn't say cars at the start of that really Uh, so ev ev maker rivian uh, and mercedes teaming up in Mm -hmm. europe um so this is the two companies have signed an agreement to work together mm. to make battery-powered vans, which is why obviously I can't call them the car manufacturer mm-hmm. uh, in Europe, sharing the costs. Um, and I think it's quite interesting. It's obviously it's Rivens for Rivians, sorry, not Riven, Rivians' first uh, international expansion, their first venture uh, mm-hmm. out of the states. Like you said, they're doing quite well with um, pickup trucks and the like over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch, seeing them kind of pursue international deals is is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, now it is thought production won't start for another couple of years to so kind of 2025 mm-hmm. um, but For me, it's interesting because a, I mean, it's a toehold in Europe. It's they're getting their foot in the door, which Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of uh, electric vehicle manufacturers is a big thing. A lot of them do quite well locally to where they're based, but actually moving overseas, with the exception of Tesla, uh, Mm. has been a bit more a bit more difficult for most of them, um, Mm. particularly in terms of car battery sourcing and that sort of thing. Um, So I think it's a really good step forward for them in terms of moving into Europe. Obviously. I would I would argue that being attached to a mark like uh, Mercedes isn't a bad thing. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know I mean, if you're going to move into Europe and you go partner with anybody, it might as well be a company that is very well known for producing mm. good quality cars. Mm. Um, so it's interesting for both these companies. Um, I'm not sure whether it means that other uh, arrangements might be looked at by other manufacturers. Mm. Um, mm. The only thing I would say that's kind of possibly a negative and i'm saying possibly because i don't know is obviously these sort of arrangements um happen and, and information gets shared and knowledge gets shared and i'm sitting there going well i can totally see why mercedes would want all the kind of the patents and the ev stuff that rivian have worked on hmm. o- other than being attached to the mercedes name what a rivian getting out of it would be my hmm. would be my only concern um but other than that i think yeah really interesting story um two very interesting companies to work together i think hopefully it goes slightly better than the uh oh what's the name of the company i've just had a mind blank so um
0: nicola nicola
1: and, and gm yeah. i I, yeah. I had gm i went i've just totally forgotten nicola's name which yeah. is bad as it's nicola tesla uh, anyway yeah anyway so hopefully it goes slightly better than that one um <laughs> but but we will see so yeah that, that was my favorite story what, what was your take on this one
0: yeah i mean the, i agree with you because i would say that mercedes has got more to gain out of this than rivian because you could say that with rivian being an ev specialist um what's to stop uh mercedes nicking their ideas or use uh being inspired by their ideas and um and then because i don't know it just it's like yeah i mean it they are two rivals, but having set, well, I say rivals, they're not really rivals because, you know, Mercedes is way bigger. But the the main thing I would think with this is that, um, uh, you know, I suppose from Mercedes' point of view, they get an accelerated um, uh, sort of know-how, maybe. You know, that might be good. Mm. That maybe reduces the amount of R&D costs because Rivian, that's what they do. So, I mean, it should be good from that point of view. Um, But whether or not it worked long-term, who knows? Because, um, as you mentioned, Nicola and um, GM were going to... They were in a a venture where they were going to jointly develop um, electric pickup trucks, I believe. Um, But, Mm. of course...
1: Those ones with the the famous adverts, those those electric pickup trucks.
0: Yes, that's right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, And to actually... And then what then happened was, of course, Nicola um, got into trouble because it turns out that they they didn't really have proprietary technology and they didn't, you know, their their engines didn't work um, as they said they would. And, you know, GM pulled out and all that. Kind of. So, yes, it's good news for Rivian in particular. Um, it's quite exciting for, for uh, Mercedes. But, you know, the proof is whether they when they come out with an actual vehicle then I think it's worth getting excited but until then I think a lot of things could could happen so yes exciting in a way but I personally wouldn't move the needle for me until I actually saw something rolling off a production line or at least um you know like a concept or something
1: yeah absolutely De- definitely more a, a story for quiet optimism than rolling out the fanfares just yet i think on that that's one. right like, listen, I, I would same. i'd want to see a, 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 an electric van that mm-hmm. the two have worked on together being available yep. for purchase on the road and working before yep. i'll be too too excited but yeah in, yep. interesting they're looking at working together at, at least so yeah that, that was my that was my favorite story from today's watson's daily what mm-hmm. was yours <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, now you see. I thought that I would um, talk today about Botox. Of course, uh, why wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I think this is a very interesting story because um, what has happened here is that um, the FDA, which is the American body that reviews all the drugs and every you know, uh, ph- you know drugs, uh, the pharmaceut- you know, for the pharmaceuticals companies, um, it has. Um, yeah, it has approved uh, a, a, a Botox competitor. So um, Botox is owned by AbbVie um, um, and actually um, Botox has at the moment a 70% market share in wrinkled <laughs> treatment or whatever you call it. I don't know what that is, but anyway. Stuff you inject
1: uh, into your face to make you smoother. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: So um (laughs) yeah. sort of like um I don't know polyfiller for your face. I don't know. I don't know. I I I guess uh, kind of okay, okay. Um so anyway, so um so AMP uh as Botox owns it has a seventy percent market share uh in, in in this particular niche. It is everywhere. It's I mean, it's very famous, isn't it? It's like, it's one of those things that has become um, so well known that it's, I don't know, it's used um, as a, a verb, I, I suppose. Yeah, it's used it's as, like yeah. I'm going are you going to, you, uh, gonna, you yeah. know, like, are you going to hoover this or can you um sell a tape that to the wall yeah. or can you, um, oh, are you going to Uber? Yeah, uh, Are you going to Uber it So you know, Similar thing, you know, like Botox, is it, it's so famous. Yeah. Um, and it actually accounts for 8% of AbbVie's um, revenues. So it is a big deal. And the fact is, is that this new treatment, um, which is called Daxify, and it's made by Revance or Revance or however you want to say it, Therapeutics, it actually lasts for six months versus Botox for only four months. Now, I think that is absolute gold. Now, it all depends on the pricing, of course. Um, but you would have thought that um, Botox is going, you know, Botox will need to emphasize that, hey, we've been around for 20 years or whatever. Um, we have a pretty decent, um, although not perfect, uh, we have a pretty decent track record. You know us, you know, etc., etc. So you know, yes, it's four months, but still, that's pretty good. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, whereas the other one, you know, Rev- revance or reverence or whatever, is is going to with its daxify is going to say, hey, you don't need to have so many injections; just one every six months. And presumably, they will try and undercut the price of Botox. You would have you would have thought, at least at the beginning, absolutely um, yeah. to get you know to get that market share. So I don't know. I think it's very interesting. But what do you reckon?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we were talking earlier and I instantly became, a, a you know, one of these one of these doctors that isn't a doctor um, yeah. also proved why I should never go into a medical field because my instant was, oh, well, Botox is actually a neurotoxin. So actually, if someone's managed to find a way of doing this, that isn't a neurotoxin that's fantastic and actually mm. wouldn't that be a fantastic marketing campaign mm. i then went and researched it and found out that actually this Daxify is another there's <laughs> another variety mm. of botulinum toxin which is another neurotoxic protein mm. um and it, i'm then my brain went the other way and went well actually if it's lasting for six months rather than six weeks or whatever i don't know how long botox lasts for never had it but six months mm. which is obviously a longer time does that mean it's a stronger Mm. botulinum toxin in which case do you really want to be injecting it into your face because um, mm. obviously the, the i mean the actual toxin itself that i know that it's used medically to treat muscle spasms and things like that but if you get it wrong and get the dosing wrong it can kill you so mm. which i've always had, i've always found it really weird that people inject something that could kill them into their face to make themselves for whatever reason look younger or smoother mm. or whatever mm. so i think it's going to be interesting to watch how the kind of the marketing departments or campaigns that are put out by these two companies differ and how they kind mm. of, how they try and position themselves. Cause like you said, lasting for six months as opposed to a matter of weeks, mm. you'd imagine is a massive selling point unless it's mm. massively more expensive. Mm. But then do they go down the of Well, actually Botox is actually, it's the, it's the one, you know, it's the one, you know, and love <laughs> mm. <laughs> and you can trust it. And even though look, it is a toxin, We've been doing this for years. We know how to do this, but so it's, it's not at risk. This one is obviously way stronger. Maybe you're at risk. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's an interesting one. Uh, I'm I'm mm. also amazed, by the way, like I was a few weeks ago when we were talking about fashion. Uh, I'm amazed that we're talking about Botox because...
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, let, <laughs> let's, let's be face honest. it. Yeah, <laughs> Anyone yeah. that's
1: seen pictures of both of us can probably yeah. make an assumption we don't know much about Botox.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know... It's story, though. yeah. I mean, f- for me, it, it, it's 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 approaching the radar because <laughs> obviously I'm an old man, right? So I mean, that's that's I'm approaching the radar, but I'm hoping that my, um, you know, my Japanese genes, um, will continue to kick in and, um, and and help me to look younger <laughs> for longer. Um, oh. But anyway, um, I think that this is this. Anyway, this is very interesting. It is uh, going to be a, a massive assault on um, uh, on botox, and I think that it's potentially. And it does depend on the pricing. I think mm. it p- could potentially wipe the floor with with Botox.
1: It, it could, and obviously, pharmaceutical industry is a massive industry worldwide. And actually, it could cause, like I said, a bit of a shift between mm. two companies. Like I said, market share for Botox has been huge in terms mm. of the product they do. And I think what did you say it was eight percent of the mm. company's revenue comes from that one product alone. Mm. So actually, someone coming and challenging that. Mm. It is big news. Like, it's a massive industry, huge amount of money goes through the pharmaceutical industry worldwide mm. every year. Mm. It, it's, it's, a, it's a big story if, if for no other reason because
0: it's such big kind of
1: companies, big players involved.
0: Mm. I mean, I wonder as well whether this would... Again, it all depends on pricing. Mm. But is this going to be one of those, you know, affordable luxuries? Yeah. You know, you know we were talking about um, yeah, we affordable were. luxuries. Will a Daxify... Shot be an affordable luxury so um, so I think for,
1: for most people, making yourself look good and therefore feel good would classify as affordable luxury
0: yeah because I mean I suppose I'm like say getting a takeaway yeah, you know Botox lasts for four months, or you know daxify for six months, yeah, so you could say that you're you're getting a lot of um smoothness for your buck um but yeah anyway i think it's really good Um, it'll be interesting uh, who knows whether there's others in the, in the pipeline as well mm. um but certainly i think this this will shake things up um, Absolutely. normally with things like what what happens and i'm not sure because of what it does or what it's used for whether it's different but generally speaking with a drug you know you you get it so it goes through a number of different phases of approval then it gets approved by mm. the FDA. Then after that, they then, um, they usually, they're granted a license for a certain number of years. It's gen- generally a, a, a long period of time. Like many is many years because to actually get a drug through those phases is notoriously difficult. Yeah. It takes a lot of money to get them through those stages. So, um, So they always want the the manufacturers always want the exclusivity um, for as long as possible. And then once that patent expires, generally speaking, that the recipe, if you like, for that um, pharmaceutical will then go to um, will be available for generics uh, Mm. companies to come along, copy the recipe and then make it for a fraction of the price (laughs) so um, because the thing is you know the idea is is that all the costs of research and development for that um drug will be more than made up for by the years of exclusivity that it has um whereas i'm not sure in this specific case how long botox has or whether indeed it has a limit um but anyway new kid on the block Good for consumers potentially if it works, Um, and and yeah, and bad for Botox and Abv in particular, and that might mean that Abv might have to go and look for something else to buy.
1: Yeah, and like like you just touched on there, actually, a a major player like Abv and Botox having a competitor. Mm. generally is good for the consumer isn't it because generally yeah. generally it ends up in a price war yeah so actually yeah and
0: the we're... war of the face injections exactly <laughs> anyway <laughs> on that note um i think we'll better stop there um but um thank you very much indeed for your insight and your uh, you know everything you've contributed um this week you're um, welcome thanks for having me no problem and um you know the podcast will be back um bright and breezy next week i am um supposed to be doing um the weekly podcast with ralph uh it's going to be out on sunday though because um i'm out on saturday so uh anyway thank you very much indeed have a, a good day have a good evening have a great weekend and we'll be back again soon so many thanks thanks a lot Peter. bye bye